Hi, and welcome to Hope Chats. This is episode 12. It's been a couple weeks since our last one, but I'm excited to do uh, another Hope Chat with someone that's not new to us, but has been here for, I think, Hope Chat number three or four, I forget, but it was on Choosing Joy, but Mackenzie Haskins is back here. Mackenzie, great to see you. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm excited for this topic. Uh, you entitled it The Power of Listening. Um, uh-huh. I'm like, man, this is one I definitely always need to grow in. Probably everyone does. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm excited for this this conversation and uh, be able to spend some time with you. So I thought yeah, we could we could jump on in um, to uh, to the content for today. Um, so, yeah. uh, so when we have talked before uh, having the Hope Chat, you were mentioning that listening has been on this topic of listening has been on your heart for a while now. And what kind of led you maybe to start thinking about that? If you don't mind sharing a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this kind of gets like, uh, maybe a little bit serious kind of quickly, but that's, um, that's kind of where we're at in this world. Right. So, um, 2020 has been a kind of strange year, um, just with COVID happening. Um, and so a couple of months ago, you know, I was, thinking about COVID and I remember just like I was driving around town um, a lot and I wasn't out and about a lot um, so I kept on forgetting that COVID was happening but then I would go into town and I would see that people were wearing these masks Mm. and I just kept on getting really discouraged and I felt just distressed Um, and right around that time also um, the George Floyd thing happened Um, and there were these protests that were happening around the world um, and everyone was having this conversation yeah. and people's hearts were breaking over racism. And um, the, I was just, my heart also was breaking. Um, and so I just remember crying out to God, um, saying to God, like, it feels like the darkness is winning. Mm. Um, wh- what are you saying? What are What is your message for the church? What are we supposed to be hearing right now? Um, I need to see that you're triumphant. And um, one day I felt like God just... Uh, give me a simple picture of a mask and um, he kind of changed my perspective and what I felt like was um, a revelation. Mm. And so I felt like what God was saying was, um, Hey Mackenzie, it's not like a mistake that people are wearing masks right now Mm. during this pandemic, during this plague. Um, It's actually a message that we are to be closing our mouths and listening Mm. with our ears to God and to each other. Um, And I felt like what he was saying is a lot of people are in distress right now. And where I'm leading the church is to listen to that distress so that I can answer and I can rescue to the cries of people's hearts. Mm. Um, And there was another kind of message in that, which is a little bit sharper, which is that our words sometimes are like a virus. They sometimes carry death in them when we speak too quickly and we're not careful around others. But to be careful that what we're carrying and what we're speaking carries life yeah. to people around us. Um, so it was this really big message, um, but I felt like it switched my perspective because I went from thinking that the darkness was winning and the darkness was leading and God was just putting out fires to being like, oh, the light is in charge and God's been leading us all along. Mm. Um, so now when I see masks, my perspective shifts to saying, oh, yeah, I get to listen and be like Christ. This is a life. Um, so that's what prompted me to start thinking about listening. That's awesome. I, lo- I love the reminder, too, of just, 
yeah, God's in control. Like he's above all this, mm-hmm. um, especially when there's so there's so much talking and there's so much division points right nowadays, especially yes. just with politics. You mentioned yeah. the racial injustice with the murder of George Floyd and just even recently with shootings and violent riots and return and all the, there's just so much going on. A lot of talking, um, lots yeah. of talking, especially if you go on social media or anywhere, news, lots and lots and lots of information. But that picture you had yeah. of just, yeah, of, of listening when it can be so much easier just to talk than to listen. So, yes. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Just, just mm. where we are and things going on. Uh, the next question mm. I want to ask you is, um, as you've been thinking and praying about listening, what are two things um, you think are really important for us to learn about listening well? Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually gonna I'm gonna interject for a second with sure. the prepared question that we had because something that you just said, Jim. Um, oh, sorry. Stood out to me. <laughs> yeah, I know you. Gosh, derailing it. <laughs> But I just think you made a really good point. Like there are division points right now. And so many people are talking at each other and we're not hearing each other's perspective. And it's like, what about, should the church be engaging in that? Should we be talking, talking, talking and providing the truth? Um, Or what about if we went about it in a different, more humble way and we started listening? Mm -hmm. I think we would be a really different kind of light. Um, in this sort of situation. So I don't know what you just said really made me be like, huh, we would be so different on social media and on things like that if we took that kind of approach. Um, so anyway, that's, that's an aside. Um, and so to kind of start off my answer to this question, I wanted the people who are listening, um, and for myself and Jim too, to first kind of think about, um, uh, an example in your life. I'm going to prompt two examples. So one, um, Can you think of a time in your life when you did not feel like you were listened well to, that you did not feel like you were heard? And if you remember that time, can you remember what you felt like? Like, can you name it? Were you lonely, misunderstood, unheard, isolated, maybe other words? And then what did that person do? What were their actions like that made you feel like that Hmm. so that's the first one and now we'll switch to the second prompting is can you imagine a time when you were listened to really well yeah and what did that feel like did it bring joy did it what what names can you put to that feeling and then what did that person do to make you feel heard So just keeping those in mind, I'll answer your two question or your question about what are um, two things mm-hmm. that are important for us to learn about listening well. Um, so I think listening, you know, it's such a big topic that we can't cover, you know, in <laughs> so much time. Sure. It's a conversation to have for a lifetime. Um, and there's basic listening. You know, you listen to someone and by doing that, really your world gets expanded. If we don't listen to people, we just stay in our own heads and we think like just our own thoughts and we end up kind of becoming our own gods. But if we are listening to other people, gosh, our world gets expanded and there's so much joy and so much that we get to learn from that we get crafted by it. Um, So that's just basic listening. Then there's also something that's empathetic listening, Mm. which I really feel like is what um, a lot of uh, the church is being called to learn how to do right now in this time of distress 
Mm. Um, and so I think um, empathetic listening. I have a picture that I felt like God gave, and I don't know if it makes sense, but I'll try it out. Yeah, yeah. Go um, for it. On you guys. Um, so I think about like empathetic listening is if someone is in distress, maybe they know how to communicate it, maybe they don't. Um, if you're listening well, then you can pay attention to their body language, their tone of voice, um, their facial expressions, that sort of thing. So you really have to be engaged. Um, and so I think about someone, two people who are listening to each other, the person who's in distress, I kind of think of both people like jars, like stone jars. And the person who's in distress is someone who um, they're hollowed out to a really deep place and they're empty and they're wanting to get filled. They're in distress in a really deep place. The other person, the person who's listening, perhaps they haven't experienced what that person has experienced. And so they're like a jar, but that jar maybe isn't hollowed out to that place of depth at this point. And so they can be filled with the Holy Spirit, like that water, you know, mm. of the Holy Spirit and the word and all this stuff. And they can pour into that person without listening very well, but that person won't get filled up. They won't be completely met. But I think of listening kind of listening well and empathetically kind of as a carving tool. You listen peacefully and it lets it carves out the stone in our hearts in that jar. And we get to feel some of the depth of what someone else is walking through. We get to walk with mm-hmm. them. And it does create an emptiness in us which creates a reliance on God, a desperate need to be filled even more. Say, wow, I've never experienced this depth. I actually need to learn how to receive God at this level Mm. of depth. But once we do, then we get filled up with God. And as we listen, we get filled up with God. Then we can pour into the person and they can get filled up and they can feel met and heard and full of the Holy Spirit. So I I think that's Mm. my picture of, of listening well, um, James chapter one, it talks about being quick to listen and slow to speak. The whole book of Proverbs, you know, mm-hmm. talks about like this sort of stuff oh, yeah. too. Um, and it's just like, we are called as Christians to walk with one another to, um, uh, there's part of the Bible where it's like, uh, it's like meeting with people as if like the suffering that they're experiencing is also an the suffering that we're experiencing and so I feel like listening well we get to listen to people's pain and oh we will feel the pain for a moment um but it just creates this dependence on God and we get to meet him in places yeah. that we've never experienced God before um and what this does too is it's like so there are times where I've listened to people um especially my husband Cullen and I have not listened well <laughs> like he's in distress and I'm just like, I don't know, let's say he's anxious about something. Um, and I'm just like, Philippians 4, 6 or whatever. Just don't be anxious about anything. Like with prayer and supplication, present your request to God. Good, you're done. Right? Bye. Bam. And I walk away. That's efficient <laughs> listening. Like, That's like fast food listening. Yeah, you get it done quick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I walk away and I'm like, nailed it. That was awesome. I know the word of God. And Cullen just feels shut down. Yeah. And doesn't feel heard and doesn't feel loved. Um, and I just ended it like it was a meeting. There's no further conversation, no relationship that comes out of it. Like we're good. Um, when really, yeah, Cullen's feeling unheard and he's feeling lonely. Right. 
um, and unmet. And it's it's a bad example of what God does to us. Like God listens to the cries of our heart right. first, and will weep with us, like He wept with Mary. Right? Um, I think it was Mary. Uh, yeah. So if I could listen to Cullen and I can say, "Oh wow, I've never experienced something like that. I don't know what to say. I I know this verse, but like." I'm with you and I can listen to God and I can just either sit with Colin. I can mm. meet with him. I can maybe ask God if it, praying for him is the right thing, but it, it just like, it creates something where it's not like we're having a meeting and it finishes at a certain point, but like it's an ongoing conversation where I get mm-hmm. to walk with him. Um, and so listening really is an investment and it's costly um, because you might experience pain as you listen to the person, but the, stuff that you gain is beautiful relationship and dependence on beautiful relationship with other people and extra dependence on God. Mm. Um, okay. So that's, that's my, that's, I guess that's one thing that was a big chunk. That's a big, We're yeah, going for that's, the that's second chunk now. Good. Yeah. It's a good picture. <laughs> yeah. So the second chunk of like, why is listening important or whatever, um, is as you start to practice listening, you, if you're like me, you're going to encounter um, all of the ways that you don't listen well. Right, but it's right. really, <laughs> um, it's really revealing. Um, like it shows some stuff that's going on in your heart that God can heal. Um, and so like, so one example of like when I don't listen well, um, so if I'm paying attention to like what I'm doing and if I realize I'm not listening well, usually it's one of three things for me. Yeah. So one is like pride. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Um, oh, yeah. This happens like when I'm talking with my husband and other people, and I just am like, I'm I'm good with Jesus. Like I don't need to learn anything. I whatever. All the stuff that's in my head is perfect. Whatever this person has to say, I'm not going to benefit from. It's fine. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't. I'm. I'm in a posture where I don't think that what the person has to say is any, has any value to me. Um, and that's just like, so I don't know if that's anyone else's experience, but I'll be vulnerable. That's something I can Mm. do. Um, so I really want to be humble and learn that listening is beautiful and I get to learn, um, and get to be less like God and more than just a human being. Yeah. Um, the second one is insecurity. Um, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I don't know if I'm right about this. It seems to me like in the Western culture, we like to answer and have the answer to a lot of things. Um, so like if people ask me a question, I feel quite uncomfortable if I don't know how to respond. If I'm just mm. like, like, it reveals that I just like don't know something and I'm not on top of everything. Um, and so I want to become more comfortable not having to know everything and just being able to learn and being willing to look kind of dumb and just like so like if someone comes to me with a problem and they're like hey I'm really struggling with this what should I do I could speak something but what if I don't like if I don't know I really want to be okay with being silent being like you know what I don't know I know who does God that's right would you mind praying with me and we can just ask God and we can learn together so it really puts me in a position of weakness, um, but it's, I think, going to help the person better in the long term. Um, so 
listening can reveal some insecurities maybe we have even about our own connection with God. Um, the third thing is fear. So insecurity, yeah, there's some fear in that, but like full-blown fear. Mm. Um, sometimes people who have been wounded, um, and this happens with me, um, is they can become really scared and they can become really controlling. And so sometimes people are afraid of hearing what someone is going to say. Maybe they're going to judge me. Or maybe they're going to criticize me. Maybe the next thing out of their mouth is going to tell me something to do that I don't want to do. And we shut people down mm. because we're afraid. Um, and so that's a place where there's some brokenness and God can heal it. Um, so I would say like the goal is to have peace in our hearts. And when we have peace and love pouring out of our hearts, I think it actually equips us to be able to listen well. So listening can reveal what's in our heart. Mm. That's yeah. great. So can you do those three again? What was it? Pride, insecurity, fear? That yeah, you got mentioned. It. Yeah. Can I add one to the list? Please. So something that, uh, yeah, something I'm, I'm sure I've at all times probably done all those before. Something I think sometimes mm. when I haven't listened well is that sometimes my pace is so fast, mm. I don't have time in my mind yeah. to slow down to, to listen well, right? You know, because it's like an unhealthy pace for those who maybe get caught in a similar cycle. That's something I noticed uh, in my life sometimes. Just the pace is so fast. It's like, can we get to the point? There's a lot of other people that, you know what I mean? You know, it's just like how to be present with the person takes time. And you can't rush an empathetic listening conversation, right? Uh, and so that's something I noticed. I remember a couple of years ago, I was getting uh, doing a 360 thing at church with other pastors. And I got in the same week. Got feedback from all my pastors like, hey, you're doing this well, this well. Something we notice you don't really do as well as you could is, is listen. And I remember like, oh, I was like, no, you know, it can't be true. And then I was meeting with one of my staff members and she's awesome. She's like, yeah, you're doing just this was disconnected from the 360. Just another meeting that we the Lord was really good at bringing up a, a theme. And it's like, yeah, I really appreciate meeting with you. But something I noticed that like you seem to struggle with is like, I don't really feel heard by you a lot. Like you don't seem to listen well. I'm like, oh, I'm like, no, I'm like, not again. I'm like, well, that has to be it. And then later that week, my wife, Crystal, who's amazing, was just like, you know, Jim, you're, you're, you're doing great over here and all that. But I just got to say something like, you're really not listening well. I was like, oh, the fifth one. I was like, God, just finish me off. I was like, I can't talk to anyone because uh, all I do wrong is listen. You know, it was very humbling though. That was a very humbling week because I wanted to deny all of these, right? But these are all very, the very loving. They came in a very, I'll say, they came in a very loving atmosphere, uh, very graceful, but full of truth, right? Grace and truth, and they wanted to see me be better as you know, uh, whatever, a follower of Christ or a pastor, or a leader, or a husband or whatever, a dad. And so I appreciate it now, but at the time, I remember that was kind of a, that was hard to swallow, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah. it's like your whole like sphere is like you do not listen i'm like oh so slowing down oh is something gosh. that i have to be intentional about otherwise i just speed through things too quickly and i don't listen well so i just want to throw that out as another maybe area people might relate yeah. to oh that's so good wow <laughs> that sounds hard that was Ouch. hard that was a hard week yeah they have five people like with like very significantly close and then your spouse uh i was like you know lord uh obviously uh help me james 119 you know being i was yeah. slow to speak quick to listen i'm like help me jesus because i'm obviously not achieving mm. this on my own <laughs> that's so wow i mean thank you for sharing that's really vulnerable and really good <laughs> yeah it's real <laughs> it's really real yeah. i get it though because i do that to cullen um when i have stuff going on and i'm just like no like whatever is going on here is the most important where i can like 
ask questions, but like oh, just other stuff is going on in my mind and I'm not listening. Um, it reminds me of like the Mary and Martha story, you know, classic. Yeah, but like I love, yeah, I love what Jesus says to Mary, right? Like you them so mixed up. Like she, she was at the Jesus feet of says, Jesus, right, Mary? Yeah. Yeah, Mary. Yeah, she was at the feet of Jesus, and um, he's like, I think he was talking to Martha, and he's like, what Mary has chosen, um, will not be taken away from her. Right. And I'm like, wow. And I think like there have been times where I feel like I've really missed what some of my best friends are saying, what Colin is saying, um, because I'm like rushing around and all this sort of stuff. But then there have been like the most beautiful times in my friendship with my best friend is when I've taken the time to slow down and listen. And it leads to places that you would have never expected. Right. And like you have to have that time commitment, but like it's the most important thing because it crafts relationships, which is so much more important than my schedule. And I can be so deceived in thinking right. that my schedule is more important, but then it's like, wow, that relationship, that's not going to be taken away from me. What just happened there? Because I listened. Right. Um, yeah. Wow. So that's, thank you, Jim. <laughs> really. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Be vulnerable online. Here we go. But yeah, <laughs> So good. there's a quote I love. It's like, if you want to, if you want to impress people, share your strengths, but if you want to connect with people, share your weaknesses. And so yeah. it's, it's great to try to connect with people, especially on a virtual platform, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so well, easy. Lord humbles me so I can hopefully glorify him more. So <laughs> Jesus become greater. I want to ask you another question. So we've been talking about listening. I think we're learning yeah. a little bit more, but why is listening so important? Um, yeah. Yeah. So these are, these are things that um, I kind of already mentioned you can jump into, but like okay. one is we learn. Um, right. So I've been going for um, hikes. I've been trying to finish my 46ers with, um, a friend she's so I just met this new friend she's from uh Shanghai and uh it's been so cool because like she listens almost better than like most people I know it's amazing wow um but like I've been asking we've been asking each other questions and holy cow I am learning so much so much and it is so life-giving and I'm surprised Mm -hmm. because it's life-giving to have um 10 hours like we're hiking together and like we split it pretty 50 50 but like to have five hours of like listening to someone and i'm like i wow. i feel so blessed my mind is just like being blown so we learn and it's life-giving um can i add something <laughs> into that that's that's an amazing Please. example just in case people are not from the adirondacks potentially listening oh, to this yes. you said you're becoming a 46 or without context mm-hmm. people might not know what that is so maybe right. what, what is a 46 or i know what it is but then also how many yeah. Where are you at in that progress, I guess? <laughs> yeah, so the 46ers, there are 46 um, mountains um, in the Adirondacks that are above 4,000 feet. Um, and so we're hiking those, and it's really fun. Um, and so yesterday, uh, I just finished my 33rd. That's fantastic. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> nice job. I'm, I'm almost there. Uh, I have t- I got two down, so I only have oh, 44 good. more to go. So <laughs> thank you, Cascade yes. and Porter. You were helpful. <laughs> Baby steps up the mountain. Great job, though. That's impressive. Uh, yeah, what are, what are other things that are important? Yeah, you, you want to share? Yeah. We have learning. Yep. Yep, so learning, um, worldview, gets, worldview gets shaped and all that sort of good stuff. Um, you can develop relationships. So instead of, like, shutting people down and it being like, oh, you're having meetings with people, you really get to have ongoing conversations that, like, whew, you get just, like, fed in really beautiful ways. So relationships the next thing is like dependence on god because you encounter places where you think you know the answer you usually give a quick answer and now all of a sudden 
you realize I don't know the answer and I have to rely on God's voice and connection with him. And I have to learn how to abide. Ah! Um, so we All learn right. dependence on God <laughs> and we learn that God can meet us in deep places because we, em- we listen empathetically and we realize, God, I really need to know your grace and your love in this deep, dark place as I'm meeting with this person. And then you get to encounter some amazing stuff. Um, those are yeah, mm-hmm. things. <laughs> awesome, that's great. This has been really, this has been really fun and helpful. Yeah. I think and insightful. Uh, it's it neat to be able to have this conversation on listening. Uh, I really enjoyed when we did the topic too on. I think it was choosing joy before yeah. you were sharing on joy. Now we can talk about listening. Um, are there any other maybe practical resources, or if you're trying to mm-hmm. put this like maybe some just helpful things that you might want to share? Yeah, for sure. So the first resource is your friends and your family. Um, (laughs) So I would say it's, um, I find for myself and for, I think for others, um, listening well is really hard when you are not feeling peaceful. And so if you want to practice listening, maybe go around people that you feel really safe with and that you can really connect with loving. And then you can start really listening well and deeply. And then let that kind of translate to the rest of your um, relationships so start with your friends and then, um, yeah, yeah. And just practice listening with them. Um, the next thing is I'm listening to a book right now, um, called you're not listening and it is so good and powerful. Um, so I just highly suggest it to anyone who wants to uh, read it or listen to it. And then Jim, you had a resource as well, right? Um, yes. Uh, yeah. Before I mention a book, something too, I was going to say, because mm-hmm. Sometimes we can rate ourselves. I think, honestly, we all can rate ourselves better than we actually think we are. <laughs> you know, it's like, I yes. am acing this. Uh, like when people told me I wasn't <laughs> listening, I actually thought yeah. I was a good listener. Um, mm. And so that's what I was like, wow, this is very, like, confusing to me because I was rating myself on a scale that was not. So I think something that's really helpful, like you said, with friends, if you're wondering, am I a good listener? Just ask your mm-hmm. closest family or friends sincerely, mm-hmm. do I listen well to you? And if you're open mm-hmm. to it, you might get some really good feedback <laughs> um, just to, just to put it out there because sometimes yeah. if you're listening like if you're like me a couple of years ago listening to this or watching this you might think I'm an excellent listener this isn't applicable mm-hmm. but you'd be surprised you have some people close to you they might they might have some helpful feedback so I just want to throw that out there <laughs> um, if you're feeling so, so daring this week uh, <laughs> and want to have some fun feedback we all have various yes. improvements so this book um, why don't we listen better um, was helpful. I took when I was doing my uh, master's of pastoral counseling. This is a book we read, but I just want to mention two things off of this. Um, they had like this 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 practical like kind of well, no more than an example. It's actually like a little card you could use in conversation, and the card folded up like this, sort of. And one side would have talker, and one side would be listener. This would help people who are in a very bad place of conversation to start with some basis. But on each side of the card, they had some words I thought were helpful. I just want to mention that. So on the talker side of the card, um, this is the person that typically in the conversation would start first. It's the person, like you said, that wasn't feeling peaceful. This book would use the phrase, would feel most bothered. Um, and that they would own the problem. And their goals as a talker, so this is a talker. We're going to get talker, then listener. But the goals as a talker would be to share my feelings, to share my thoughts, without accusing, without labeling, without attacking and without judging so that can be a little hard right that's for the talker and then on the other side of the card would be the listener side so if you're like what am i supposed to be doing while someone's talking i'm not saying anything here are some helpful tips um 
the first says, I'm calm enough to hear I don't own the problem. So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm calm enough to hear and then I don't own the problem. And the goals are to provide safety, to understand, to clarify without agreeing, advising, disagreeing, or defending, which is really, really tricky. Like that, if you're thinking just to listen to someone well, um, without trying to rebuttal them, agree or whatever, um, those are just some, some of the principles from that book. So I found that helpful reviewing that before we did this talk. Um, mm. at least up here, I need to apply them, but <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah. about right. Um, which can be hard to do. At least I can find that hard to do. Um, just to wow. listen without like, eh, I want to, you know, disagree or agree or, you know, advise. Right. So, that's so good. anyway, so that book, yeah. So that's, uh, why don't we listen better? And that's by James Peterson. And what was the one you were, you were, uh, listening to? What's the book? Yeah. It's called you're not listening by Kate Murphy. There we go. Kate Murphy. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Really good. And then, yeah, people, great way to practice or all around. You can try it out. <laughs> yeah. You can be daring this week. Well, Mackenzie, thank you. Is there anything else you want to share before maybe we close up in prayer? No. So I um, no. appreciate you so much for, for preparing and then sharing. Um, if you're finding this helpful, feel free to share this on social media. Um, if, if you're listening on the podcast, we just started this. If you want to rate the podcast, if it's helpful, feel free to do that. That would be fun for us. But uh, Mackenzie, you want to close this out in prayer? Yeah, sounds good. And I just want to say thank you, Jim, for what you shared, because I think it adds a lot. Oh, um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, we're human. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but thank you, God. Like, we can talk to you, um, mm. and you listen to us. Thank, thank you, Lord. that when you heard um, the people, the Israelites cry in Egypt, you heard their cry and you rescued them. And you did that over and over and over again. You hear our cries and you send rescue and you send help. God, I pray that we would be um, a church of people who goes out and listens to the cries of other people's hearts. And we invite you in to come and rescue us because we know that you are faithful and that you will. God, I thank you for the beautiful world that opens up to us when we listen. God, I pray that you would fill that world with color and with vibrancy and with more of the glory of God as we um look for you expectantly, um, not just around our surroundings, but in the people that we're talking to. Mm -hmm. God, I pray that you would give us strength, you would give us courage to listen well, and that you would give us patience with ourselves. Um, through the Spirit, there's patience. Um, so I pray that you would help slowly craft and carve out um, ears that listen well um, and hearts that receive you deeply. Thank you, God, mm -hmm. so much for the people watching this. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thanks, Mackenzie. Thank you, Jim. This is super fun. And uh, thank you for everyone who uh, is watching or listening. This is episode 12. Um, next week, episode 13, will be with Jessica Hurlbutt. We'll be uh, on the topic of uh, fostering, uh, kind of caring for those in need and children in the foster care system in St. Lawrence County. So I'll be next Thursday at 1 p.m. So if you're free, love to have you join us. But thanks for uh, being with us today for Hope Chats.